0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to your Snoopy favorite podcast. I'm Angelica. And I'm Kelsey. And this is Here We Grow.
1: A circle in a circle. Oh, yeah. That's why I keep hitting the wrong one okay what's up besties hey guys we're back and we're on episode 22 nice. we haven't talked about our episode count in a long time and i was thinking about it at work today like it's fucking crazy episode 22 plus two bonus episodes so really 24 episodes
0: mm, okay yeah. okay here we go we've been
1: recording episodes since april like 13th or something yeah, like that yeah I think 13th is right. Yeah, because our first episode was released April 17th, mm-hmm. which I made sure was in my phone today on my calendar to remind me next year, so we can have a pot anniversary, podcast anniversary,
0: podcast better podcast anniversary. No, I like pot anniversary. Anniversary kind of sounds like pottery though. Yeah, it does. Pot anniversary. Well, we got
1: to figure out something big to do for our yeah, podcast anniversary. Yeah. We got time. Yeah, we got a
0: few months. Oh. <laughs> we got a while.
1: Yeah. Well, also this episode's coming out the first episode in October, so spooky vibes. We're
0: almost at six months. Yeah, almost halfway through the year. Yep, we've been recording for. We've almost been doing half the podcast the for a like, happy year. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow, nice. Anyway, do you have any small talk? No.
1: Okay. I just wanted to say our merch. Is
0: on. Oh yeah.
1: Angelica's already ordered some. I'm gonna order some when I get home tonight. Um, there's t-shirts, crew necks, and hoodies for right now, of course. Got myself one go, of each. Yes. As we go, we'll expand on that and do other stuff and different designs, like catchphrases and stuff. Um, but it's our first merch store. I'm so excited. So if you want to support, please go in and purchase one you're mostly supporting us by advertising for us we're not going to make a ton of money off of it and whatever money we do make we'll just put towards stuff we need for the podcast So, head on over and you know you can you can see it in our link tree or if you're not following us on instagram you can text one of us and we'll send you the information um but hopefully by maybe not the next time we record but the the time after we'll be wearing our merch on camera um i was gonna say that and then also if you're listening to us right now, stop what you're doing. Go to your podcast app, click the share button, and send our podcast to someone you think might like our show. We are, it's time to take off. So share with whoever you think might like it multiple people, one person, doesn't matter. Stop right now and go do that. We'll give you a minute. Do,
0: do, 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 do
1: we've missed out on quote of the week for a couple of weeks now so I'm going to do something similar to that it's not really a quote it's just something I've been thinking about and I like your opinion on it so recently we saw a friend of ours that we haven't seen in ten years oh <laughs> you're looking at me like who who did we see Um, and we were having a conversation we were at a gathering but we were having a little bit of a conversation and he was saying like you know it kind of feels right like being here like it feels feels right and I was like yeah it fits like it's not weird it's not awkward like it, it fits it, it you know it's the way it's supposed to be and then later on in the night he was saying something to the to the fact of like I don't know if this is really where I'm supposed to be in life basically or if I'm doing the right thing if I'm making the right decisions and it got me thinking like kind of what I wanted to say back to him was like any decision you make is a right decision and with a caveat okay any decision you make in life is a right decision but not if you're hurting someone if you're hurting yourself or if you're continuing to make decisions that you know are hurting you that's the only exceptions but if you think about it any decision you make Is going to lead to the next decision to the next decision It's just going to carry you through life so really any decision you make is not really a a wrong decision it's always going to be a right decision because it's always going to lead you to the next thing in life or to the next real realization of the next decision you need to make
0: does that make sense
1: how do you feel about
0: that you forge your path as you go
1: yeah like i know a lot of people struggle with like am I doing the right thing am I in the right place in my life or and to some people that that thought is agonizing because they feel like how am I supposed to know but the thing is you're not supposed to know you just make the next decision and then the next one and then the next one and the next one and when you do that what you said you're like forging your path like it's not supposed to be every decisions the right decision or the best decision or the right decision by society standards but whatever gets you to the next point in life. Does that make sense? <clears throat> hmm, interesting. Um,
0: okay. So, we're doing a segment. Yes. What you've done before. Yes. Ask yourself, when was the last time I cried? Yes. When was the last time I cried? So, last time I cried was my wedding,
1: which was... You haven't cried at work recently? No. Remember last time we did this, we're like, when was the last time you cried at work? And when was the last time you didn't cry? Oh, yeah. Work-related,
0: <laughs> not work-related. Work yeah. Uh, um, work?
1: I haven't cried at work in a long time. Uh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, Actually, no, that's, that's false. So, I, as many of you, are addicted to caffeine. Um, for me, it's like a dopamine boost. I talked about this in the ADHD episode. And so, in the morning, like, I need caffeine. And I can honestly, now now that this has happened to me, which I'll explain the timeline of events, I can tell that I can wait until like, where's your microphone?
0: Oops.
1: <laughs> I'm like, let me just check and see if she oh. has her microphone on. I think it should be okay.
0: Testing one, two, three. <laughs> Testing
1: one, two, three. Um... <laughs> um so what day was this? Did you not have your caffeine one day? You cried? So I didn't have my caffeine one day. Travis spent my pop money. And I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna see how I can what I can do without it. So I go to work, I don't have pop, I'm drinking water all morning, and so that means no caffeine. And I don't like coffee, so I can't drink coffee. Which sucks because coffee's free at my job. And I'm good until lunch. I have lunch, and then I get back from lunch, it's probably like 1 30. And I start having this pounding headache. Like my head hurts. My whole body starts hurting. I feel like I just need to go lay down. So I'm starting to like get teary eyed and like get upset because I don't feel good. Oh my gosh. It's all like. That bad? Yeah, that bad. But it's weird because it didn't hit me until like 1.30.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. So
1: I go to the conference room, which is like in in the corner of the front of the building where you can't really see, like unless you walk into the conference room, you can't see that I'm in there. And we don't ever go in there. Like, it's not set up. There's no table in there or anything. And so I go in there and I'm like, I'm either going to go in here and like stretch on the floor or cry. And I did both. (laughs) I laid on the floor and like stretched because it was like my head was hurting and also like my neck and my shoulders. And I've been having like neck and shoulder pain. We've talked about this. Like I don't sleep how I'm supposed to sleep on my bed with my pillows and all that stuff. I already know that. And How do you sleep? Like, with too many pillows. Um, My spine isn't aligned. Are you like this? No, I I sleep on my side, so my head's, like, more propped than it should be. How
0: the fuck do people sleep on their sides? I don't understand. How do you you stay like that? Yeah. I'd have to demonstrate. (laughs) But anyway. All night?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or I used to sleep on my stomach a lot, but after I had cash, it was more like side sleep. Wow. But anyway, so... Do you put a pillow in between your legs? No, but it does feel good sometimes. You're supposed to. I know. It helps align your spine. You sleep on
0: your side? Yeah.
1: I do sometimes, but um, I don't have a good pillow for that. Jose sleeps on his side. (laughs) He looks so disgusted by it. Jose sleeps on his side.
0: I married a man (laughs) who sleeps on his side. What do you sleep on your back? Uh, no, I sleep on my tummy. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean
1: that's that's the preferred way, but no. I, I just haven't been able to get comfortable that way. Anyway, we've been for <laughs> too long. Um, so I go in the conference room and I lay on the floor and I start stretching and I'm like, like really trying to stretch my neck and my shoulders. I'm doing like some yoga poses.
0: And I, you know it's really good to stretch your neck. Hmm. You um go like that, but so you like interlock your fingers. Yeah. You put you them you behind your this. neck. Not necessarily, oh. but like let's say you're you're at a table. Mm-hmm. You like put the ends of your elbows, or I guess your elbows—the <laughs> <laughs> ends of your elbows, the very tip, 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 tip of your elbow. the fuck, Not the whole elbow, <laughs> not the middle elbow, or the beginning of it. The <laughs> <end>. <laughs> you put your elbows on the table yeah. and you just stretch it out. Oh, okay. I've done it. it; feels really good.
1: Well, so when I was laying on the floor, <laughs> when I was laying on the floor, I did like the pose you would do if you were sleeping on your stomach where you like have one leg up and i had like one arm stretched out i was like Wait, trying this is where now in the conference room on the floor <laughs> okay no one knew i was in there all right so there carpet yeah it was carpet okay yeah i should probably say that it was on carpet i was not on the tile <laughs> Look at that. i would do that though if i was if i was uh desperate enough but no there was carpet in there and so I do that for a minute and then I start feeling relief from stretching and that's what starts that's how I start crying and then I was like oh, I don't know Damn. if I can do this. The stretch did make me feel a little bit better, so I go back to my workstation and I'm just like upset now. Like I can't tear myself up. I'm like, I fucking need caffeine, like I have to leave. I've already taken my lunch break. So I text my supervisor and I was having a little bit of a bad mental health day t- that day too. Like it wasn't just that. And um I text my supervisor and I'm like, I'm having a really bad day mentally. I need to like step out for a minute. I'm not going home. I'll be right back. I literally went down the street to the gas station and got a 32 ounce Mountain Dew from the fountain. While I was at the gas station, a fight broke out. At the gas station? Yes. Inside. Yes. And I'll tell that story in a minute. But basically I end up getting my pop. I go back to work. I, I start sipping on it and with within 15 minutes, I'm feeling Fabulous. So it is very apparent I'm addicted to caffeine and I was withdrawing from it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Hmm. now I will say like, yeah, yada yada, I should quit caffeine and whatever, weed myself off of it, but it does give me dopamine for like the ADHD. So I'll have to figure something out, at least lower my tolerance and all that stuff. But so the fight at the gas station. <laughs> that was the last time I cried at work. At the gas station, I pull up. I cried on the way to the gas station. <laughs> I get. I pull up to the gas station. I dry my tears. I go inside. I'm like, let me just get in and out of here. I don't have to talk to nobody. Speedway gas stations, they have a self-checkout now. Have you seen that? No. They have like a separate, like one of the closed um, registers. You can go up to it and scan yourself and like do a oh, self-checkout. Yeah, cool. Um, obviously card only there's no cash or whatever but so let me just go in here and do this real quick I as soon as I walk in I'm instantly overstimulated because I'm obviously already upset withdrawing from caffeine and it feels like it's just so loud in there like there's a lot of commotion going on there's a machine making a noise there's a guy walking around talking on the phone that's like out loud on speaker and he's talking loud and the speaker's loud and then There's this couple in there, and they're talking to each other, and they're talking loud. I'm like, why is everybody talking so fucking loud? And granted, I may have been a little bit more sensitive to it, but it was, like, just a lot of commotion. Mm -hmm. And so I get in line with my pop, and I'm, like, the fourth person in line waiting to check out. And at first, I was just going to go to the lady to have her check me out or wait until I was up far enough to go over to the self-checkout because if nobody's over there, like, you can just cut the line and go over to the self-checkout. And the late the cashier she starts yelling at the guy that she's checking out and she's like um are you going to stop talking shit so i can check you out Ooh. or what or something like that and she says it loud enough for all of us to hear Ooh. and i'm like damn what the fuck but we can't hear anything the guy said and then you know everybody forgets about it and's just waiting in line a few seconds later there's like a spill and then the the cashier takes a giant Gatorade bottle that was sitting on the counter she was checking him out with Throws it at the customer, hits him in the face with it, almost knocks his glasses off. The Gatorade bottle continues to go flying across the gas station and hits the counter like behind the registers where like um you get coffee. And I like all hell breaks loose. All the all the other workers at Speedway run over to the to the register. Um,
0: she's cussing him out, you you know, talking shit, blah blah blah. Wait, Wait wait. Is this the same customer she was talking, she was yes. yelling? Same guy. So he spilled something while trying to
1: check yeah. out? I think he pushed over a drink to her, like, because he was already talking shit. I think he pushed the drink over to her to, like, spill onto her. And she threw the Gatorade at him. And it hits the, him
0: in the face.
1: Hits him in the face, yes. And it's a huge Gatorade bottle. Like, the, think of the biggest Gatorade bottle you've ever seen. That's what she throws <sighs> at his face. Full of Gatorade. Ooh and his girlfriend the the guy's girlfriend was there she was waiting at the door with her stuff because she had paid at the self-checkout and was waiting at the door so she runs up to him and she's like bumping him like "Dude, or whatever his name i'm just gonna say dude because i don't remember his name dude come on get out of here come on let's get out of here let's get out of here and while i was telling katie this story she was like yeah you can tell he's probably done shit like this before if she was ready to just come get him and make him leave mm-hmm. she knew he was at fault i'm the wrong end. yeah yeah and so he ends up leaving. And on the way out, he challenges the cashier to come out and fight him outside. But like under his breath. Like you can't even speak up. Up! Oh. So she stays behind the counter and she's just yapping and, and talking shit. And like just going off. And I'm like, I, here I am standing in line like, I just fucking need this coffee. Can I just check out? Are it? you I'm drinking
0: like, it as you're checking No, I
1: hadn't drank it yet. Because I'm like, I want to cherish this moment when I get back in the car. <laughs> and I don't want it to be tainted by all this commotion. And then I'm like, okay, I, I'm waiting in line. I'm like, okay, can we just continue though? Like, can somebody else step up and check people out? Like, let's not hold up the line. <laughs> and I told my boss. I know y'all just
0: got a right it right in your face. and so please, let's keep it moving. Right. I'm like,
1: my, well, I told my boss I'd be right back. Like, I need to hurry up and get back. He's not going to believe there was a fight at the gas station. <laughs> or that I went to the gas station. So I go over to... Finally, I'm like, I'm just gonna go to self-checkout. I look over and there's a guy standing at self-checkout, but he's so like into whatever's going on. He's like looking outside at them going outside. And like he's in the middle of checking out. Like I can't even interrupt him. His friend walks up and asks him what happened. He's telling his oh friend. I'm like, my I'm like, oh God. my God. I almost like was like, Are you gonna finish checking out or can I come over there? Like, cause I'm like ready to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Finally, he finishes checking out and then I get I squeeze past everybody to go to the self-checkout and then they start taking people to check out at the register and I'm just like, let me get the fuck out of here. So I go back to work and again, I feel better after like 20-30 minutes of drinking. I feel so much better. I'm like in such a better mood. But yeah.
0: That was a great story. Thanks.
1: thanks. <laughs> I was like, I don't have any small talk, but I should have just told that story. Yeah.
0: And, and that reminds me, I have small talk too. Oh. I went to designer purse bingo. Oh yeah, but we need to f-
1: finish the first segment, which is when was the last time you cried?
0: <laughs> my wedding,
1: or which, uh, my
0: wedding it hasn't been anything recently. <sighs> I don't want to dish too much out because it's like you never know who listens, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, my coworker, my coworker that listens, just listened to that story of me on the floor in the conference room. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm gonna tell different. Well, Okay, we got a new. Um, no, we, we got this new girl at work, and she came in pretty hot. She came yeah. in pretty cocky. Overly confident. Overly confident. And then yeah. slowly started realizing, oh, shit, it's not that easy or simple. Maybe yeah. I should back up and yeah. learn a couple things before I start posting shit. Yeah. Um. So I've been, like, frustrated over that, but not at her because... I guess I try to step up to be this position and they told me they didn't tell me no but they just kind of told me like not right now not yet not yet yeah. still too green so we're gonna put a new, this new person in the position you wanted and so it's kind of been frustrating like training the person to do the job you wanted yeah. you know kind of type thing yeah but I didn't cry it was just very kind of frustrating but then I, I realized you know like fuck it like whatever let her do it yeah give her all the stress then yeah and she's the one making all the mistakes
1: <laughs> Um, I don't think there's I can't think of a time that I cried outside of work
0: I almost cried on a Monday okay I have someone very close to me that keeps making the dumbest decisions yeah and I was talking to them trying to knock some sense into them mm-hmm I'm still think making it's,
1: those dumb decisions I don't to think this it's day. working no it's definitely not working
0: so that's kind of frustrating I almost cried there too
1: yeah
0: you know what can
1: you do shout out if you have somebody in your life that you wish you could help but you can't sucks
0: yeah tell us about
1: purse bingo
0: okay so first of all I thought it was gonna be like regular bingo like i was expecting like ladies in like their 50s and 60s and their little like what's that like dress nightgown thing oh move, like what yeah, are like their move moves, move moves yeah yeah and like i don't know with hair nets or like just their hair up and like smoking like i have this <laughs> whole thing like thought about you went
1: back to like roseanne
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but no it's designer purse bingo so everyone was dressed the fuck up oh shit and you keep like, from work yeah well i i put on a t-shirt and then when i realized how nice my coworker was going i was like hold on a damn second yeah she let only borrow like a jacket that looked really cute over like made me look a little less off the street yeah um yeah they had like michael kors bags coach bags tory birch um did i say coach already mm-hmm. kate spade was mm-hmm. the other one um <clears throat> It was so much fun, but it was, like, not rigged, but it was for uh, the, edu- the Brownsburg Education Foundation. And, like, people could buy free spots. So, like, if you had four, you could just use your free spot that you paid for and win. Yeah. So, like, I was kind of like, man. Yeah. There's no chance of me winning then. Yeah. It was kind of rigged then.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it was still fun because, like, okay, maybe you have a chance, but... Yeah. Not really. Did you eat good food from the food trucks? No, because there were long lines and it started raining. Oh, So we went and got tacos later. Oh. Well, we went <laughs> to get Mexican food. Like authentic Mexican mm-hmm. food. Also. Yeah. But no, it was really fun. i do it again. Yeah? Yeah. It was funny because the the MC was this teacher. I forget where she's a teacher at. But she started talking to us like we're fifth graders. Like very disrespectful. Very... <laughs> Not disrespectful in the sense that she was like being mean but like condescending condescending yeah, yeah. she's very condescending and like the ladies next to her, she was like just shut up and call the numbers or whatever she yelled it out yeah she yelled it out
1: that's it was, real bingo right there <laughs> she was there like yeah. for
0: real bingo yeah um but you know it was cool it's fine maybe we should go to real bingo one day i'd love to go to real bingo okay seriously next, though next girl's name. I, I would i love to do that shit. yeah okay
1: yeah, we should. I just
0: don't know where at the um. Are they
1: going to be smoking there? Probably. <laughs> at, what are they called? I'm not going to pretend to know the name. Legions. Yeah, the Legions. Oh, there's another one. The
0: the, the VFW. Veteran. VFW. Yeah, VFW. That goes there. Yeah. Wait, I know a veteran. You? I know a veteran. <laughs> we could just take him and say we're there for him. Yeah. Yeah. I know veterans too. Who? Katie. Oh, okay. Who else? Mm, you said veterans. I did. <laughs> I did. I mean, my I grandpa, did. but he's dead. Oh. <laughs> the veteran I knew is Omar. Shout out. Shout out, Omar. He's
1: not caught up, though. He he says he listens, but he ain't caught up.
0: Yeah, but I also feel like he's, he'd be one of those people that would, like, still buy merch. Mm-hmm. And, like, just to... Yeah, did you hear that? He's one of those guys that would still buy merch. I challenge you to buy merch even yeah. if you're not caught up. Yep. Even if you don't listen. Yep. Which how would you know? How would you know if you're yeah, not listening? You're not
1: listening. So, when you hear this six months
0: from now, <laughs> I dare buy some you merch. to buy a shirt for your significant other. I dare you. All okay. Right. Should we take a break? Yes, let's. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay, so I forgot the I did write this down, but it's in my other my other notes. So today we are talking about the Central State Hospital, um, which if you live in Indy. You know where that's at. It's off of Washington. Some people don't know. Some people don't even know anything about it. Jesus Christ. Basically, if you're on the west side, you probably know about yeah, it. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, fine, yeah. fine. We'll cut you some slack. But it's... off <laughs> uh, of it out. It's between west... So it's like west Washington, Tibbs, Tibbs. Street, Warman... Vermont.
1: Oh, yeah, Warman, Warman
0: and Vermont. and Vermont. Yep. It's like in that square. Yep
1: um and it's over 100 acres
0: over 100 acres mm-hmm. there is actually they've torn down they started tearing down buildings back in the 70s yep. and just recently after the pandemic or even during the pandemic i don't remember when they started mm-hmm. building a little bit before the pandemic no before the pandemic yeah because there was the apartments on there was the a- street yep. yep uh they had apartments built on there now they have like townhomes and Tons houses townhomes. yeah which like, we'll get to yeah, yeah we'll get to it but yeah. um Oh, the popping of the Yeah. So, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. So, this was the insane asylum, mm-hmm. um, that we have here in Indiana, that served many counties for a long time. Towards the end of it, it just started serving mostly like within Indiana. Yeah, and The surrounding they, they ones. They opened
1: other hospitals and other surrounding areas, and they're they're actually still open. I found out in <gasps> Gross. Evansville, Logansport um Mm -hmm.
0: another place and then there's one here in indy still i'll we'll get to that okay (laughs) so first of all indiana legislation had passed had agreed to um build the central state hospital for the mentally ill right because it was a state hospital had to be state State, funded yep state funded back in like 1827 i want to say is when they approved was then when they approved the plans of creating it mm-hmm. it didn't open until 1848 so when they so opened in 1841, yeah 21 yeah, years later math. is it 21 21 if it's, if 21. it's really 18, 27. yeah so <laughs> 21 when years later and it took a while yeah but i mean but also there was, i mean
1: well first of all this was in the 1800s so it probably took a lot longer to build h- these huge buildings which these were huge like elizabethian like gothic gothic yeah type of buildings so it probably took a lot of time but also there was like problems with like probably funding and like the planning of it that i'm delayed. sure
0: who would fund for that
1: well we'll get into one of the things that we're going to talk about today is the timeline of like mental health treatment and we'll kind of get into that a little bit
0: yeah so yeah so when they first opened in 1848 they had five patients and one building yeah so it was all ran out of one building five but patients. one
1: huge fucking building
0: huge fucking building it was like
1: it was like three mansions put together. was the admin
0: building the first building i think really i thought so is maybe it
1: but the admin building is now the man- central state mansion oh it's still it's still up so what standing. was the
0: first building i didn't look
1: at that i don't know i didn't look either i have a map of the i have a map of where all the buildings were
0: And then by 1928, so 80 years later, Mm -hmm. in a span of 80 years, they went from five patients to 3,000 patients. Yeah. Still in one building, though. Yeah. Yeah. 3,000 people. Yep. Not including the doctors or nurses. Yeah. Or any admin personnel. 3,000 people in one building? Yeah.
1: I think that that number soon went down to like 2,500 because of the other hospitals that opened in the surrounding areas
0: somewhere around that time oh sorry not one building but
1: yeah, that yeah they started opening the women's dorms and then there were three men's dorms the women's dorms were called the steeples seven steeples and then there were three men's storms and then a bunch of other buildings which we'll get into
0: yeah so they had the dormitories for a male and female a pathological department the sick hospital for treatment of physical ailments A farm colony for occupational therapy. And they put that in quotes. Mm -hmm. Occupational therapy. Uh, A chapel. An amusement hall that included an auditorium. Billiards and bowling alleys. Which I had to look up. what are billiards. Pool. Pool tables. Yeah, Just say pool tables.
1: Billiards is how it's pronounced. Yeah.
0: I was like billiards. What is that? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, A bakery. A firehouse. A cannery. Which I had to look that up too. (laughs) Cannery, yep. I literally have this
1: all in the same list.
0: Where they can food
1: <laughs> canned food yep canning like probably like fruit fruits probably jams and yeah. stuff like that
0: yeah
1: And then uh, gardens and fountains <laughs> can you tell we watched the same documentary we didn't even know it until we got here today
0: which by the way if you want to watch this documentary on youtube it's not the best but it's pretty informational yeah and i mean the, it's not the best quality but not you do get all the
1: information you need
0: you get all the information and she does her own personal videos where she goes onto the property Central State Hospital History and Paranormal Research is the video on YouTube. Yes. One thing I wanted to
1: say was um,
0: 1848, when
1: they originally opened with five patients, just for reference, that was 146 years before I was born. So two lifetimes before I was born, basically. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. So in, in that span of years, that 1848 to 1940 is when they started having all those buildings. Yeah. On 100 acres of land. Yeah. Crazy. And now there's only
1: four five maybe five buildings left and two of them are repurposed for something else
0: yeah we'll get into that later
1: yeah
0: <laughs> which Angelica
1: finds incredibly creepy it's
0: very creepy um okay so before we get into the abuse and all the <clears throat> all those allegations I read on there that there was a Dr. Everts who's a superintendent of the hospital he was the first to report his findings to the government back in 1870 and basically his findings concluded that it was not fit for life Mm -hmm. so back in 1870 bro before they even got to thousands of patients this was a hundred years before they started shutting down yeah so 1848 to 1870 might have not been that terrible But literally for a hundred years, just a constant abuse of patients. I have a quote about the conditions. Before you get into that. Okay. So I'm, I'm listening to this and they're talking about Dr. Everts and I should have looked up his first name, but that's my coworker's last name, Everts. And I was like, "Hmm, should I? No. Yeah. I'm going to ask her. I was like, fuck it. What is she going to say? Yeah. So I tell her about like, Hey, like I'm just listening to this podcast which i wasn't yeah but she didn't know that yeah my boss it was a terrible that. documentary that's 10 years old on youtube <laughs> well i just i just wanted her like to know that i was listening to something like i did not want yeah. her to know that i was watching a youtube yeah which if she listens girl you know now <laughs> um <laughs> and i told her about it and i was like you know your last name is Everett. so like i was wondering if you knew anything about that or maybe yeah. your husband knew something about that And she thought it was very interesting. She said, she said, no, she'd never heard of something like that. Yeah. But she said that she was going to ask her husband's grandfather. No, her husband's dad. Oh, wow. To see if they have information. Yeah. Because how interesting would that be? Yeah. That would be interesting.
1: We'll follow up with you guys. Yes. So the quote I have is from a, I don't really know what to call it. It's it's basically a letter to the governor but it's kind of in the form of like a magazine and of course this was in like the 1800s that this was written so it was around 1880 actually so it's like old type you know old illustrations like hand-drawn illustrations and stuff but basically this is a quote from the guy who wrote it and the the name of the letter is Indiana Crazy House and he and his name is Albert Thayer and he wrote in there quote Basement dungeons are dark, humid, and foul, unfit for life of any kind, filled with maniacs who raved and howled like tortured beasts for want of light and air and food and ordinary human associations and habiliments. Leaking, rotting floors and walls, beds made of straw, cockroach-infested kitchens, no adequate light, air, heat, or ventilation. So basically, like, and while I was telling Angelica (laughs) about your
0: face, so I'm just so disturbed.
1: <laughs> I was telling a joke last week when we talked about doing this episode when I had already started doing research that I knew that I knew about, you know, us having an insane asylum and like a little bit of the history of it. But I did not know that this was literally like textbook insane asylum scary horror movie type shit. Like textbook, anything that you would expect to happen At an abusive, run-down, insane asylum happened at this hospital. I knew that growing up. I did not know that. But I I can't remember. I knew it was, like, rough. But I didn't didn't know, like, the extent of it.
0: I can't remember who told me, though. And what's crazy. Oh, never mind. We'll talk about it later. Okay.
1: (coughs) What do you remember about it growing up as kids?
0: Well, first of all, I knew about. Because we would. I mean, we grew up at a daycare that's only a couple of streets away from the insane asylum and we'd always go on we'd always like walk to parks or walk to churches mm-hmm. um or just like friends in general like their houses i mean you just kind of know if you're on the west side you kind of know about these apartments yeah or sorry about these buildings yeah but the, well, in the
1: community center we grew up in was just a few blocks away yeah from this property
0: well the daycare we went to they would take field trips to the museum yeah on the property we went to
1: the museum probably together
0: yeah, multi- yeah. multiple times like it yeah. was on the schedule every summer to go to, to this the to the museum um, which at the time is when um, students would come and they would do experiments on patients they would do research They would have classes there. Right. So you're saying the museum was the
1: pathology building. Yes. So that's where they would do autopsies, experiments. They would have classes for other doctors to learn about mental health and how to treat it. But now it's a museum for, it's called the Indiana History, Indiana Medical History Museum. And you can go in, it's like $5. You could schedule a time to see it. And basically, they have like preserved organs and skeletons, brains specifically, um, old wheelchairs and autopsy tables. And so fucking creepy. You can go in and see the theater where they did the classes, which is actually really cool to see.
0: But like, like old
1: old transcripts of like courses and stuff like that.
0: But why, at ten years old, did I need to know that? Right. I remember when we went. I remember
1: telling my parents or whoever about the field trip and they were like, oh, how was it? And I was like, I feel it was really creepy. And not only the stuff in the museum, but the people who were touring you. Yes! They were like really skinny and pale. So pale. So pale, so pale. And like, Just it m- seemed like they were dead, like yeah. they were ghosts. Oh, and as God. a kid, of course, we thought they were like, oh my no, God, these people are creepy, like yeah. they're ghosts. Yeah.
0: Ghosts! <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know who told me specifically, but yeah, I like, knew that there was abuse there
1: so i remember like my earliest memory of it is getting picked up from hawthorne and driving past it on the way home and just seeing like the dorm buildings that were really close to the fence on warman Mm -hmm. and the broken windows and the graffiti and all that stuff and my parents would talk about that property because they used to live in the neighborhood while it was open and they would talk about like seeing people running up to the fence trying to jump the fence like patients, and like driving by and hearing people screaming and yelling and like all kinds of stuff and people actually
0: escaping obviously oh my god i can't even imagine yeah
1: and we actually will get to this a little bit later but i have some um stories from like people who com has commented on a post that i posted on facebook in a like indiana history group so we'll get to that a little bit later but yeah it like even just knowing that of my parents that they witnessed that that's crazy to me not crazy Jesus. but you
0: know, yeah interesting very out of this world so
1: yeah that's my like best memory of it and then we know people who have like broken into the shutdown buildings um like other friends like even sal was saying that like he's broken into it um my, my friend katie at work she's broken into it before lots of people
0: my god yeah. They're brave. Um, I would never. Katie got
1: caught by the cops, and they made her leave.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's not bad. Leave. Yeah,
1: they're not gonna do it. How old was she? I don't know. She didn't say. Um, she said it was winter though, and they were stupid because they got caught because of their footprints in the snow. <laughs> so don't break in in the winter.
0: <laughs> so, first of all. It was terrible, terrible condition, not only for the abuse, but the actual buildings themselves. Yeah. They had abundant leakages, rotted floors, cockroaches in the kitchen, like Kelsey said, yep. pantries, like cockroach infestation, like where their food was. Yep. And just terrible. Like paint peeling, just not enough space. Yep. Not enough caregivers to patient ratio.
1: Well, and we know this now that like caregivers of, of anyone who any adult care group like any caregivers in this day and age that care for adults that are unable to care for themselves whether it be the elderly or the mentally ill are not paid enough to do what they're supposed to be doing no and so of course like the patients suffer from that so anyway continue
0: yeah so like no repairs absolutely no repairs were made in the hundred plus years that it was well actually i heard and I, I heard
1: this snippet in one of the documentaries i was watching i don't remember which one it was i didn't really catch the full information on this but they eventually changed from um the like Elizabethan like gothic buildings to brick buildings mm. because the bill if you look at pictures old pictures of central state like when it first opened and then pictures of them when it closed the buildings look different like they went from like a gothic to like a square brick building it's probably cheaper Yeah, probably. So some of the buildings did get redone, or at least they were added on and probably a little bit better than the original buildings, but still the original buildings, I'm sure, were horrible.
0: Um, Insufficient funds from the government. Yeah. Which I was asking Kelsey, like whoever approved this to happen, you should be held responsible for the funds to continue it running. You wanted it to happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then over three thousand patients like yeah that's another thing like i don't think they well so let's talk about the patients so it could be anybody anybody yeah. you didn't necessarily have to be quote unquote mentally unstable or unfair or unwell it could be somebody who's sad yeah it could be somebody who's having bad dreams it could
1: be a child or mood swings there were children there
0: what the fuck mm-hmm. I didn't read
1: that. There part. are lots of children there. Uh-huh. That was like one of their biggest problems: is that they were very overpopulated with children. Yeah, like teenagers are like no, like kid, like for a long time, Down syndrome was seen as like send that child away. Oh like, my god!
0: Okay, people who just who their families didn't want to deal with or, or didn't know how, didn't how to take ha- care of, didn't know how to take care of, yeah. or yeah, <clears throat> they didn't have a family, so that's where they went.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's just, a lot. Yeah. Just
0: terrible. Yeah.
1: Um, to that point, I had found a list of courses from 1908 that they had at the pathology building. And I'm just going to read some of the courses because some of the diagnosis names can kind of just clue you in on like how behind the times, I mean, I mean, for their times they were on time, but how like basic these are. Um, one of them is simple melancholia agitated melancholia and stuporous melancholia if you don't know being melancholy is just kind of like being sad Mm -hmm. um what's the other one that was i would have been locked up quick yeah pathology of spinal system diseases so if you had a
0: spinal disease you would be there and in a in an um, insane asylum, which doesn't make sense. You know, when people talk about, like, oh, I want to travel back in time and be, like, in the 50s or 60s. Or yeah. Bitch, no, you do dumb. No. <laughs> people were dumb. I mean, yeah. now that they were dumb, they were ignorant. They just yeah. didn't know what they didn't know. Ignorant, yeah. Hell no. I don't want to go back in time. The fuck? No. You no. You want to talk about
1: treatments? Yes.
0: Okay. So, I just have... I didn't write down everything, because, actually, for me, it was kind of hard to talk... Like, to write about it. Yeah. Um... But I'll, I'll talk some about it and then you can probably fill in the the rest. Okay. So they had padded cells. They were locked in rooms with sometimes with no sunlight for days. Mm-hmm. Um, forced to sleep on straw mattresses. Straight
1: jackets for days.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: like no relief from them. Days on end.
0: They were beat and choked by workers, their caretakers um locked in closets restrained to bed for long periods of time not allowed them to speak to any uh, anyone else really yeah um refrain or like refrained? Refrained food oh restricted refused yes refused food <laughs> refrained
1: refused <laughs> um well and like at this time like it was not understood that like how to care for people who are mentally ill other than punishing them
0: yeah so like they had three beliefs that mentally ill could be helped through punishment confinement and moral therapy Mm -hmm. or sorry moral training
1: yeah and then some other like treatments quote-unquote treatments came out which is where you get to like shock therapy and lobotomies
0: oh oh they also were drenched with cold water Mm.
1: yeah a lot of different things like they were trying to shock (sighs) the system basically yeah so shock therapy, of course, you've seen like in the scary movies where they put the two things on the side of your... T- oh. <laughs> I
0: looked like I was being
1: shocked. <laughs> I'm to cut that out. That's... no! <laughs> oh no! Oh. <laughs> Make that a TikTok. <laughs> One of the ghosts have possessed me. This is what it looks like. Oh. <laughs> um you know they put the two things on your temples and then they shock you and the thought was that like again shocking the system would like shock you out of depression or mania or whatever it was that you're diagnosed with
0: well something that i didn't know about shock therapy is that it produces a seizure Mm -hmm. i didn't know that is it every time though i'm pretty sure passing
1: it is is a shock directly to your brain
0: ect passing electrical current through brain to produce a seizure Mm. and they had no anesthetics until the 1950s people do say you feel really like good after a seizure like euphoric yeah i don't know i would have to guess so so
1: another thing with shock therapy is they often induce them in into a coma by insulin oh yep that was my next one so they would use insulin to drop their blood sugar and cause them to go into an induced coma and sometimes would kill people by doing that which is fucking insane to me like if my family member was in this hospital and the doctor is just like trying whatever like oh let me just shoot them up with some insulin and see what happens and then they die
0: what the fuck isn't that crazy how times have changed like they're literally dosing Patients were quote unquote mentally ill with large doses of insulin mm-hmm. back then. And then now people can't even get insulin because it's so fucking expensive. Yeah. Yeah. People actually need it to survive. Yeah. And here you are inducing them into a coma. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, again, I'm angry because it happened. I understand during the times they didn't know. But geez, uh-huh. how times have changed, man, crazy. And then there's lobotomy. Oh, if you don't know what lobotomy God. is, it
1: was very experimental. It was basically where a doctor would basically remove a part of your brain by sticking a metal, like, needle, a very long metal needle, like... Like an ice pick. Behind your eye, like somewhere past your eye they really didn't know what part of the brain they were going for or what it was very experimental. They, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. they were just like, let's just take a piece out of the, piece of the brain out and see what happens. See if that helps. I think they were going for like the, the frontal lobe because it's like the frontal lobe helps you make decisions or whatever. But literally they were killing patients by doing this. Like if you just hit the wrong part of the brain or God forbid, they put the pick in the wrong place and then they blind the patient. Like, it's insane. But I think lobotomies are
0: outlawed now, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have you ever seen the movie Sucker Punch? Yes. You have? Yes, I love that movie. Me too! Travis yeah. loves it too. Oh my god, I love that movie. But that I was... Think we saw it for the first time together at a theater, movie theater. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I watched it as a kid, probably with you, at a movie theater. Yeah. And then when I grew up, I was like, what's that one movie... Where that girl is like dreaming about all this shit happening yeah. to her, but then she's really in an insane asylum. Yeah. And then at the end they like poke her eye. Yeah. Well, I looked it up and I realized she got a lobotomy. Mm. And,
1: Which is
0: why she was dreaming all that stuff? Well, because she's mentally ill. Yeah. And then she Well, it's it like
1: it was her coping mechanism to like
0: To from being in the in the insane asylum. Yeah. But she gets it's a like lobotomy. A way to escape. And she's pretty much like a vegetable, yeah. like, can't talk, can't move. Oh, yeah, I do remember that at the end. Yeah, and everything stops for her. Oh, I'm gonna go so home watch sad. that. So sad. I'm gonna go and watch that now. <laughs> yeah, I had the DVD somewhere, but I know mean, you probably don't watch DVDs anymore. Oh, no, and the, the disc reader on the Xbox doesn't work. Yeah, but, anyways, I was gonna say that, like, I, I was probably like mm, 17 when I realized what the fuck that was. And then I thought it was, like, a horror movie. Like, oh, it's just, like, something that happened in the movie. And then to find out they did it in real life? Yeah, that's what I'm saying about, like, Central State. Like, you see the movies, and this actually fucking happened in no, like for over 100 years. Over 100 years. Bruh. Crazy. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. I was going to say that years later, they decided what piece to actually cut instead of oh. it being random. Do you have that information? No, just years later. Oh, I didn't say when. All right, we'll be right back. So not only was this the house for mentally ill, quote unquote, mentally ill, but they also started housing inmates. Yep. Criminally insane. What the actual fuck?
1: Mixing them in with just regular old mental patients that just needed mental health.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, there was a lot of fighting between oh, within yeah. the inmates killing. themselves. Yep. Patients were killing each other. Inmates were killing each other
1: uh there's there's over 500 patients buried on the ground by the way over 500 over
0: 500 yes In unmarked graves the documentary that i was watching she couldn't find the cemetery quote unquote cemetery i know what where it's at now it's
1: they they built like a secondary police (gasps) interceptor i rode those horses no not on that side on vermont and tibbs like on that corner oh there's another horse thing right there Oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've that's where the cemetery was. I have a map of it.
0: They built it on top of that? Mm-hmm. On top of the cemetery? Well, so
1: when they first started putting the people in the graves... yeah,
0: horses are very sensitive to that. Yeah, that's
1: true. What the fuck? When they first put the people in the ground, they had them in marked graves that are just marked by a stake that had a number on it, and it would be correlating to their patient file. So it didn't even have their name on it. And oh then God. as the groundskeepers would keep the grounds, they started pulling the stakes out of the grounds because it was getting hard to cut the grass. And <laughs> so that's why they're now unmarked.
0: Oh my God. Those groundkeepers, y'all went to hell for sure. Yeah. And also there is like a stone somewhere that
1: I saw in one of the videos of like a list of like a thousand names of patients that died at Central State. And it says like Central State Hospital on like a stone. Oh. I don't know where it is though. I never, I never seen it.
0: That's i don't know if it's
1: on the property or not mm-hmm. but we're gonna try to go there so maybe we'll see it
0: wow that's fucked up yeah okay <laughs> just what this is just just wild to me like yeah it was already terrible as it was yeah. and then you add in the criminally insane it's like who the fuck thought that was a good idea yeah who they the should fuck? have had their own facility they should have had their own place yeah. like oh my god just terrible so by the 1950s, there was more compassionate approach. Um, and also there's a new generation of drugs. So with oh, yeah. the advancement of science, we got Larjactyl, mm-hmm. Larjactyl, uh, which proved to be calming and psychotic patients. So that very, that really revolutionized how they could be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately the end of the asylum. So that along yeah. with lithium Yeah, there was, like, no more
1: need for, like, these experimental procedures of, like, lobotomies and shock therapy. and I think shock therapy is still done in a certain way today, Mm -hmm. but not the way it was back then. Not so, like, flippantly.
0: Do you watch American Horror Story? Sometimes, depending on the season. Did you watch the Asylum one? Yes. I think so. It's been a long time, though. I feel like that's very similar to, like, what we're talking about Yeah, if you've seen
1: Asylum on American Horror Story, same thing.
0: Same thing, exactly. Or like,
1: um, what's that one? Shutter Island. Ooh, have you seen Shutter Island? I don't think so. It's very good, very good. Anyway, um,
0: tunnels or what? Um, hang on, I still have one about the drugs. Okay, drugs. They also had tranquilizing drugs that caused other problems. Um, they caused the patients to mentally slow down. So that was a very
1: good. Yeah, I saw. I'd seen a. Documentary where a mother of a patient that was there was complaining that her son was always over medicated, and it was like around the time that the new drugs were coming out, they were like a zombie or like a robot.
0: Yeah, do you think, um, like if you were a mother at the time and something you thought was wrong with your kid, do you feel like because of how society was back then that maybe people were like pressuring people to like? put them like send them off yeah like oh Probably. just send them to the hospital they they can like fix them or yeah well this, like what was the mentality back then because they had so many patients this
1: mother that was talking about it and now that i think of it, it wasn't actually at central state it was at a different hospital in another state but same type of situation she was just like you know if i kept him at home he would go missing for like six weeks and i couldn't find him so i had to put him somewhere where they would keep him and make sure he was okay otherwise i don't know if he's alive or dead
0: wow so maybe it was like the less of the two evils for a lot of people yeah i guess my question too goes with like so we just recently as a society started taking mental health seriously right Mm -hmm. in the last five to ten years yeah before that we didn't really talk about it we it wasn't really a thing very taboo do you think it's because of these like insane asylums and mm. these experiments that caused it to then flip and be like don't don't say anything because they might put you in the same asylum?
1: Oh. Maybe. After, maybe, like, maybe that had a, a part in it.
0: Yeah, like, after, like maybe reports of abuse come
1: out. <clears throat> At large, especially re- more recently, I think it's more of like us being able to be connected with other people and just share commonalities. Oh, yeah. Because if you if I know I have depression, you know you have depression and 50, you know, 50,000 other people on TikTok have depression, then it's, it's de-stig- de-stigmatized mm-hmm. for the most part. So, um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Do you have more? Um, so, between 1988 and 1992, they said on their documentary, 24 patients may have died under questionable circumstances. So, that's not including... Only 24? <laughs> that's not including the 500 patients that you mentioned these are just questionable circumstances like literally so these were like reported
1: probably like reported
0: yes Mm -hmm. and literally could not tell you how they died literally have no idea open the door they were dead on the floor no idea couldn't tell you
1: could have been from starvation could have been from a disease they caught at the hospital another patient could have killed them they could have killed themselves
0: but whatever happened. Their lobotomy just, killed them. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like determined how they died. Their shock therapy killed them. They were in an induced coma. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. W- which one, bro?
1: I mean, just pick one.
0: After so many investigations, they finally closed for good in
1: 1994. Mm. 1994 was the year I was born, by the way. Damn! i, I think <laughs> I think we had concluded that the last patient was released in 1999, which was. Um, Five years after I was born and three years after Angelica was born. Um,
0: I was just going to say it was open for a total of 146 years. Yeah. It was open for a total of 146 years.
1: That's funny because it opened 146 years before I was born.
0: Well, yeah, because you were born in 1995. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <Yeah>, very funny. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like,
1: wait, I've already done this math. <laughs>
0: oh my god oh my
1: god wait no
0: it opened
1: 146 years before i was born
0: (laughs) yeah that's what you just said hold on i'm
1: having trouble trouble. (laughs) oh no okay 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 okay
0: oh this is not good
1: (laughs) this is not good (laughs) <laughs> why are you opening Instagram? Because there's this video. Oh God!
0: Who did I send it to? Oh, <coughs> oh, this is gonna take me forever to find. Ah,
1: uh. you have to show me
0: later. Kelsey, are you for real right now? No, I get it. I get it. No, I don't think you do. <laughs> I do. No, I don't think I do. you, do. Do. Don't think do. you do? do. There's this video. <laughs> there's this video. It's two girls on a podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> why did the girl say? Said- i read on, on instagram the other day that if you take the current year <laughs> minus your birth year <laughs> you'll get your birthday <laughs> sorry you'll get your age yeah every single time and the other girl goes yeah, yeah that's exactly how that's it how works you calculate how old you and are. she goes yeah like for example like it's 2023 and i was born on blah 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 it's 27. i'm 27. oh my god and the girl's like, wait, are you, like, fucking with me right now? And she yeah. goes, what are you talking about? And she's like, that's literally what it is. Like, of course. Yeah. And then it took her a second. Like, you can just see her, like, gloating. Yeah. And she goes, hi. <laughs> 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 that's funny because it opened
1: <laughs> yeah. before I was born. Have you heard about girl math? He just oh my girl God. math. I lo- well, that wasn't girl. Math. That wasn't
0: girl math, but that was like, girl
1: math is so much better than I promise you.
0: If I pay with cash, it's free.
1: Yeah, or if, if I, already I have money on my Starbucks card, then it's free.
0: If I return something and I get money back for it, then, then I just
1: earned money. I made money. Yeah.
0: yeah, or like, so there's a podcast in New Zealand, I think mm-hmm.
1: that they do. Pod- they do girl math um, segments. It might be a radio show.
0: Oh, you sent it to me. Yeah. They oh go, my girl god, math. girl. Yeah. Math. Yeah. She, they're like this one video you sent me where a girl bought a, a hair dryer yeah and how her husband <laughs> and how, her, how her husband uses it too and they were like yeah. calculating all that yeah so like she made it, a profit yeah, they'll like, take
1: it down to like per hair strand oh yeah
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's so
1: funny if you haven't seen girl mouth search it on tiktok it's it's a trend
0: right now it's funny oh my god so funny Okay, I guess the last thing I have, <laughs> that's funny because, that's funny. I can't wait to I'm like, I've already back. done this
1: math. I literally <laughs> did this math when I wrote this.
0: So, uh, kind of like how Kelsey said, again, the pathology building, what used to be the pathology building is now the museum, Yeah. which I mean, it's interesting, it's cool. Go check yeah. it out.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And then the dining hall that they have there is now a venue. Yeah. Which was potentially 1899 yes and i said potentially wrong (laughs) and it was what did you say potentially (laughs) potentially potentially could have been my wedding venue
1: yeah um remember on the wedding episode when i said i had found three venues that were available on her day and within budget 1899 was one of them. And she was freaked out
0: about it. But I was like, it's so pretty. No, no, no. But before you told me, before that all happened, I knew it was a venue. Yeah. And I knew it was available. And yeah. I was shocked yeah. that they turned it into a venue. Yeah. And I didn't want to look in, into it any it's further. It's beautiful, though. like it If you look is. at the pictures, it looks like
1: the dining hall in Harry Potter. Yes. Like the lights, it, the way it's set up, it's like a long stretch. And it's like lights everywhere.
0: They've it does look really nice.
1: They've definitely done it justice. I heard
0: it's a Hispanic owner. Oh, I think that's what Jess told me. Um, but yes, yeah, she, she
1: said and it's And the really reason nice. it's called 1899 is because that's the year that they opened the building, the dining hall. 1899. In 1899. Jesus Christ. Yeah, because the map I have, it shows each building and what year it was opened. Um, and 1899 is the
0: dining hall. Well, I was just going to say that... Um, oh, and uh, something I forgot to say about my venue. That the guy that fucked up on my venue... Was like this is the first time this has ever happened to me. I've never fucked up like this before. And then we go to the uh, the venue where it actually was, and he's like, "No, nah, I've had to save him a couple times."
1: Yeah, like other vendors were saying,
0: "This has happened before." Like he's losing his shit. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, proceed.
1: Okay, so in talking about this, both me and Angelica apparently had the same thought, but I actually got the information for the timeline of events of like how mental health treatment has changed over time. And what's funny about this is I started looking it up on my lunch break today and I could not find what exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for concise facts over time about how mental health treatment has changed. Like when they started opening insane asylums, when they started doing lobotomies, when they stopped doing lobotomies and, y- you know, yada, yada, yada. I could not find that specific information. So we like, should you
0: know upload this and get credit for it. Right. So I was like, you know what? I'm going
1: to ask an AI chat bot. And like, you know what the fuck I did? I did that. And you know what they gave me? Exactly what the fuck I wanted. So I'm about to feed it to y'all. So it starts out in ancient times, which would be pre 500 CE. Mental health was often what tr- CE? I don't know. You want to look it up? 500 C. CE. It's the same as AD.
0: Okay, so after. Yes. I don't know what I don't know what AD stands for. I just call it after death. Yeah. Beginning of the Middle Ages. The dark Ages. ages. No. Um.
1: Okay, 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 okay. so mental health was often attributed to supernatural or religious causes. Ancient civilizations practiced rituals, exorcisms, trepanation, drilling holes into the skull ah! as treatment methods.
0: Who so, the fuck thought of that? Like, I think who? we all know
1: that like mental health started out as like possession, like yes. because of how strongly religious um the world was yeah how how religious the world was and how everything was based in religion back then Mm -hmm. that was the only explanation for it i was like you're just not praying hard enough yep you you got the devil in you (laughs) um and then it goes to the medieval era which is 500 to 1500 ce or ad Uh, mental illness was often seen as a result of demonic possession or witchcraft so then that's when we're getting into like Salem witch trials, like that kind of stuff. Which, oh, I have a fun fact about that. I need, to, I need to enter in in a second. Asylums and hospitals for the mentally ill were established in Europe, but conditions within these institutions were often deplorable.
0: Oh my god, that early?
1: It, yeah, but only in Europe. It yeah, hadn't yeah. come in other parts of the States yet. Um, wow. It hadn't come yet. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. um, hold on.
0: It came later. Yes. Oh, my God, I was listening to last week's episode where where Jose said something, 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 something big. And I said, I can think of something else that's big. Oh, yeah. And he was like, your head. And I was like, damn.
1: (laughs) If you didn't listen to that, go back to episode number 21.
0: Like, damn, you got me.
1: Okay. Um... Okay, so this is around the Salem Witch trial times. Um so you know, in this during the Salem Witch trial trial times, they were thinking that people were witches because of like certain things that they were doing, if they were acting crazy, like literally anything you do you would do, you'd be accused of being a witch. If you'd
0: dance too much. Yes. If you were too pretty.
1: Yeah, anything. Um, so in 1976, which is not during those times, Dr. Linda Corpere of the renslayer polytechnic institute found evidence that supported the latter hypothesis she proposed that perhaps the brief and intense illnesses suffered by so many of the townspeople were not bewitchment but rather ergotism a disease commonly contracted by rye
0: <gasps> the bread the bread yes that's what's making people the lulu yes. there is a yep. certain um moldy bread so
1: it's it's like in the process of making bread if you don't do it the correct way it causes a fungus Mm -hmm. and that fungus can cause hallucinations and even physical symptoms it can make you sick it can kill you and so that is now looking back you know that was in 1976 that she theorized that now looking back that could have been a reason why people were being accused of being witches um it was in the fucking bread and then um, I was listening to Ladies and Tangents. Shout out, Ladies and Tangents. Shout out. Um, They were talking about the dancing plague. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? Yeah, where they danced for like 100 and something days or whatever. Um, Over 400 people died. The dancing plague of 1518. Um, over 400 people died because they could not stop dancing. And literally, just look this up. It sounds crazy, but just look it up. But some people have attributed the the ergotism to that plague Mm -hmm. of like causing people to to go insane and dance forever and like get dehydrated and malnourished and then passing away like
0: they literally wouldn't stop dancing to go pee to go eat to go drink until they passed out and then they'd wake back
1: up and continue dancing and then people were joining them my god that's crazy okay so now we're on to the 18th and 19th centuries Moral treatment approach gained prominence, emphasizing human and compassionate care for the mentally ill. Psychiatrists such as Philip Pinnell and William Turk advocated for improved living conditions and therapeutic interventions in asylums. So this, the 19th century, right, would have been the 1800s. Is that how it works? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is around the time that um, Central State was open. And then, the early 20th century, the development of psychoanalysis by Sigmund Freud introduced talk therapy as a treatment modality for mental illness. The first electroconvulsive therapy (ECT) procedures were conducted. Psychiatric medications such as chlorpromazine—wow, chlor, prom, chlor, I'm a pharmacy tech and I couldn't get that chlorpromazine—were discovered and used to treat mental disorders. Mid-20th century, institutionalization declined as deinstitutionalization policies were implemented, leading to the closure of many asylums. So this is around the time where they were like, okay, institutionalizing these people are making it worse. It needs to be more of like a community effort rather than like locking them up in a crazy house. Development and widespread use of antipsychotic medications began psychotherapy including cognitive behavioral therapy which is the most common kind of therapy in today's age Mm -hmm. gained popularity as a treatment method which is basically like talk therapy um late 20th century the diagnostic and statistic manual of mental disorders the dsm which is also called the canon um, was published providing a standardized classification system for mental disorders so if you don't know what the DSM is, basically a board of like mental health professionals get together and every so often we'll update the DSM to current diagnoses, diagnoses, and we'll use those for official diagnosis to bill insurance and, you know, get medications prescribed and things like that. I was actually watching a TikTok today about the DSM being very, 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 very highly um, biased because some of the people who are on the board of physicians to create the DSM have a ton of, um, conflict of interest with pharmaceutical companies. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So something to think about Mm -hmm. could should kind of seem like it should be illegal, but okay. See, my coworkers always telling me that um, with every prescription a doctor prescribes, they get paid more for that, mm. and that that's why like they constantly want to put you on medication yeah. before actually getting like to the root of the problem. Yeah, like why is this happening? No, it's put you on I medication. don't think
1: all doctors have that deal going on because they like pharmaceutical companies can't put on every well, single yeah. doctor in America. But
0: no, I don't think it works like that specifically. But there's definitely an incentive. Yeah, to prescribe more medication for sure. So I remember when they prescribed me sertraline? every yeah. appointment I went to so how like how are you feeling with And I'm like oh no I haven't taken it yet well why not like why haven't you yeah every appointment they like push on it I'm like no I'm not ready to take that yet I have yeah. it but like I'm not ready yet yeah like, okay well maybe start that and see if you feel better but I feel good right now like I feel yeah. okay yeah that's kind of
1: weird that they were pushing it even though you were saying you were fine
0: I was saying I was fine yeah
1: um development and widespread and I already read <clears that. throat> Mm-hmm. A field of psychopharmacology rapidly expanded, leading to the development of various psychiatric medications. Alternative therapies, such as mindfulness-based interventions, gained recognition. Oh, this was late 20th century, so end of the 1900s. 1990s. 1990s, yeah. All right, 21st century. Increased awareness and destigmatization of mental health issues. Hallelujah. Expansion of telemedicine and other online therapy options. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Greater emphasis on a holistic approach, including combining medication with therapy and lifestyle modifications, Mm -hmm. like we were just saying. Continued research and advancements in neuroscience, genetics, and personalized medication that may lead to more targeted treatments. Mm -hmm. I've heard about that too. Um... And then AI just wrote this part, I'll just read it. It's important to note that in this timeline provides provides a general overview And different regions and cultures may have had a unique approaches to mental health treatment throughout history. Mental health treatment continues to evolve as new discoveries and approaches emerge. Um, okay, so I did ask AI about any current long-term mental health facilities in Indiana, and there are four of them. There is Richmond State Hospital in Richmond, Indiana, Evansville State Hospital in Evansville, Logansport State Hospital in Logansport, and then LaRue D. Carter Memorial Hospital. Now, LaRue D. Carter is in Indianapolis. It's on Cold Springs Road over by Marion University. I've actually passed it a couple of times, and I'm like, man, that looks like a mental hospital because it's like a giant mansion.
0: I know exactly
1: what you're talking about. By the it's golf course? gates. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's behind gates. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It looks, it's a giant mansion. It looks like a mental health po- hospital. And fun oh, fact about that, my
0: God. they used to have
1: two facilities, the one on Cole Springs Road, mm-hmm. and the other one was where Eskenazi Hospital is now.
0: Wow. Right. Wait, but, wait. Okay, but that must have been, like, recently within the last, like, 15 years, right?
1: because mm-hmm. Eskenazi opened, like, Warren in high school.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Let me look up that hospital really quick. I was telling my coworker like i would love to like go in and tour that place to see what it's like compared to like what we've read about central state and just see how it's different look this says larue carter i wonder if that was the original building another thing maybe we can cover later in october is another haunted building is in rockville indiana and it's called um the Indiana State Sanatorium, you ever heard of that? I haven't heard of it either until I started doing this research. Um, so maybe we could cover that later on this uh, this month. Yeah. Um, so I wanna jump into some comments. All right, we're gonna take a break, you're right back. Okay, we're back. <clears throat> so I'm in this Facebook group and it is called Old Time Indies, Long Missed Businesses, and Forgotten History. And so most of the time they're talking about old businesses like, oh, what used to be in this building? What used to be in this building? But I it's, love that. It's actually really cool. So highly recommend um, joining that group. What's it called? Old Time Indies, Long Missed Businesses, and Forgotten History. That's a long ass name. Yeah, it is. Okay, so the post says, Good morning, we are looking to do a podcast episode on Central State Hospital. Does anyone have any interesting memories or stories? Looking for any and everything you have to offer. I got 22 reactions on that and 16 answers. So, um, let's see. Um, this woman said, I'm not going to say names cause I don't know if they wanted their names to be on. Um, we lived in the neighborhood and my sons played baseball at the park between Central State and St. Anthony's Catholic Church on Mormon. Um, which I don't know if that park's still there if they've put townhouses right there I think they've put townhouses there with ease some of the patients would climb the fence at the corner come down and watch the game the priest at St. Anthony's Father Ryan who was a wonderful priest said they would come knocking on the door of the rectory there he would give them something to eat and visit a while then drive them back to the hospital if it was after dark that would have been the late 70s and 80s not too many patients there at that time
0: wow (laughs) that's so interesting i wonder when the church was built well it made me
1: think that well maybe we can look that up it made me think like i wonder how much the church had to endure during the time that the hospital was open
0: wow i didn't think about that by the way the priest had to endure that park is still there they just removed um there was a shelter there there was a couple of soccer fields Mm -hmm. that's all gone but um the actual park itself is still there history 1891
1: so 40 50 years after the hospital opened 40 years wow so quite a bit then yeah well by the time the hospital was at thousands of patients they were open and running and probably (laughs) in a large congregation wow okay next comment oh i replied that's a cool story i wonder what else the saint anthony church has been has been has seen being directly next to it She said probably lots of things. Um, Excuse me. She didn't say anything else. Um. um, So this guy says my dad was a patient there in the late fifties suffered from bipolar and was treated with electroshock therapy.
0: Hmm.
1: So I'm so sorry to hear he endured that. Is he still with us? And he said, no, passed away many years ago. Wow. Uh, Another woman said, the only stories I have are more like horror stories about patients. I would never repeat them for patients' privacy and for their families. I do have strong feelings about about the way they closed Central State and patients and their families were left helpless. And there were times when attempts were made to place... Central State's chronically mental ill patients into other facilities, group homes, and it upset the neighborhood that the group homes were in, just bad all the way around. I'm sure there were many success stories coming from Central State, but like everyone else, the bad is what you remember the most. Hmm. I said, So did most patients get sent home or out on the street? I always wondered about that. She said, It was crazy. Everything, all of the above, happened. Some were returned home that could not be placed. Some went to group homes. Some went. Some were left homeless. I'm sure. I'm sure you could do some investigation and get the actual numbers if the state of Indiana would be willing to disclose that information. I don't have the actual numbers or access to them, or I would let you have it. I would start with articles in the Indianapolis Star News. That's a good point. You could go to the archives of the Indianapolis Star when it, around the time that it was closing, and I bet there would be tons of articles about like how they're mistreating the closing of it.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting to see if there was like an increase in. People experiencing homelessness, drug abuse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, this woman said, I had a brother-in-law in the 70s break out every couple weeks and walked home, stayed a couple days, then returned. And older brother was 14-ish and put there about a, for about a year. <laughs> I said, were they looking for him? Why did he go back? She said, I don't believe they looked for him. He just knew where he was supposed to be, I assume. I was telling my coworker about this. I'm like, it's kind of in, like interesting to think that a patient in the insane asylum would leave, and then just come back. And also, were they not looking for him? They were like, patient escaped. You know, like what was that dynamic?
0: I mean, probably not. And that probably happened like in the. Did she say when? Uh, no, seventies. In the seventies, yeah. Which is when they started tearing down the buildings, so maybe it really wasn't that bad.
1: And maybe yeah.
0: like I mean, or maybe there's a lot less care because they were tearing down the buildings. Well, that and, like, if he had been there for a while, then he probably didn't have a job set up or school set up or friends, like... Yeah,
1: there was no other choice but to go back.
0: Yeah, like, okay, yeah. well, I'll just go back then. Yeah.
1: Um. This guy says, We had an older neighbor lady that lived across the street from us. Her granddaughter, a friend, told us one of Miss Julia... I won't say her name. Miss Julia, I'll just say Miss Julia. Sons wanted her home... So he put her, wanted her home, like her house. So he put her in Central State Hospital. She died there and is buried in a cemetery near there.
0: Oh my this God. This was around
1: 1957. My mother and I visited Miss Julia there often.
0: What a bitch.
1: Yeah, and I replied, so they she didn't actually need mental health treatment. They just put her away. That's very sad. And he didn't reply. Um, wow,
0: that's, yeah, that's new. Yeah. Just, if you're getting older, lie
1: about somebody's mental health and just stick them in the mental health hospital. But like, like you were saying, like there's a stigma around it. Like, oh, don't say that; you'll get stuck. Stick you in the loony bin. Like they'll come and pick you up and
0: throw you in the back of a van. Oh my
1: God,
0: you know what I mean? Uh, this woman says, "Wait, like I wonder how many like wives went through that specific yeah. scenario." Yeah,
1: there's actually used to be in the DSM. Um, I don't remember the exact diagnosis. I heard about it on TikTok, but it was um, around the theory of like, um, what's the word? Masochism. Like women staying in bad, toxic, abusive relationships and not leaving them, they would be diagnosed with like self-inflicted masochism. Wow. Isn't that
0: It used to be in the DSM. Wow. I mean, I believe it.
1: Um there was also another diagnosis that was called hold on one second I wrote it down it's in the notes it's in my notes self-defeating personality disorder damn um that's obviously outdated now all right this woman said <coughs> my parents met and fell in love at Central State ah they were both working there oh! <laughs> at the time since your room and board were included, I think it drew people from rural areas like southern Indiana, where they were from. I think they both had relatives that had led the way for them to getting jobs there. They got married in the personage of the church just east of Central State, which to me that would be, um, unless she's talking about St. Anthony, um, was, that one we went to for VBS.
0: Wow, they actually have like programs. West Park Christian Church. West Park Christian Church. That's what it used to be called. West Park Christian oh, Church. And now it's victory in the city. Um. Okay. Why did we bring that up?
1: Because she said it was, there was a church that they got oh, married to oh. off to the east.
0: Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> O'Reilly's <laughs> <laughs> they do that on Ladies and Tangents
1: <laughs> when Sierra goes oh 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 O'Reilly <laughs>
0: Um,
1: worked there right out of high school minimum security ward some night cards Oh, some nights cards and games and other nights were very wild take the tour of the medical museum I have my grandmother was a patient there I would love to tell you how lobotomies really mess a person up
0: oh my god so sad very sad
1: that place was a house of horrors abused by the staff i grew up right by it i used to sneak in there at night while it was open or while it was closed i had an older patient years ago he was telling me that directly west of central state the land hadn't been developed yet when he was a boy he said that some of the land was used for the horses also when we were kids 1960-ish our mother would threaten to send us to the Seven Steeples if we didn't settle down. Mm-hmm. I had no clue what she was talking about. The Seven Steeples is the women's ward.
0: You know what I just thought about? Mm-hmm. On the other side of Tibbs is that cemetery. Yeah. I wonder if there's patients there. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe not, though, because, I mean, they did have a thousand acres of land. It's like, why would they have to cross the street to take bodies, you know? Yeah. But still, though, that's interesting. You know there's a, a, a trailer park there, too?
1: Yeah, it's, like, kind of hidden. There's only, like, a few of them there.
0: Yeah, yeah but, like, on the cemetery grounds. Yeah, that's scary. What the fuck?
1: Um, <clears throat> there are a few buildings that have been repurposed um, instead of torn down, such as the Central State Mansion, which we are theorizing that was the admin building.
0: Um... what the fuck is it now it's apartments
1: (gasps) in one building
0: there's a pool behind there Mm -hmm. it's very nice looking
1: um wow that must be what it looked like before they redid it apartments oh central state mansion 202 Wow. so if you just google central state mansion you can see pictures of it
0: I how and much it is.
1: the old property, like the, the field where all the old buildings used to be is very beautiful. It's very nice to walk on. Oh, I didn't say this part. So I used to live, before we bought the house that we have now, we lived in the neighborhood right next to Central State's old property. We were actually three doors down from Vermont Street, right across from where you could enter into the gate where they, they have like a guard box there. And you could see, you could like walk onto the property. Like it was allowed to walk on the property. Um and, what? oh the oh, it's is
0: just nice. Yeah, it's really nice.
1: Uh, there's a virtual tour. Oh, that's a, a single apartment.
0: Oh my god. Fifteen hundred to
1: four thousand dollars. Oh, that's a different. That's on Westlake Drive. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Um,
1: it doesn't say the prices. And none are
0: available, so we can't see how much they cost. No, oh.
1: oh, look at fees right here. No. Yeah, it sucks. Oh, it's just deposit and stuff. So anyway, um, I lived there for about two years and I would take my dog to walk on the property. And it was actually really nice. It's very peaceful out there. It's very like open and windy. <gasps> and, <clears throat> oh, there we go. From similar nearby apartments. Oh. Um but there the guard shack is even creepy there's like a hole in the ground next to the guard shack i don't know if it's still there or not we'll try to get that on video if we go um then there's the museum there's the uh, powerhouse which is like where there's like boilers and like basically how they powered the entire um property and then underground is five miles of tunnel did we ever
0: say that We talked about tunnels but i don't think we talked about five
1: miles of tunnel and apparently it's wide enough for a gurney to fit through but you have to duck down like when you walk underneath and if you go down there now of course there's like a bunch of graffiti and stuff but there have been paranormal researchers that have gone and done paranormal research there and Mm -hmm. explored and have caught you know voices on camera and stuff and there's been reports of like workers that worked there um getting like strangled in their sleep and um so it's definitely 100 haunted <laughs> um but I, my question was always like where do these tunnels go like the property is not five miles long so i wonder where it goes what do you mean there's five miles of tunnel mm-hmm. is it just five miles amongst the whole hundred acres mm-hmm. oh i think I'd that's five not- miles fit in a hundred acres yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about acres. Yeah. I don't know about acres, so
0: I think usually so like for example, if you're taking GPS and it tells you to get off an exit, that's usually like less than two miles away. Mm-hmm. And if you think about a hundred acres, yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, look look <clears> at the map for the the tunnels. Is there in the in the video, yeah, she showed the map.
1: Of course, we'll post these photos um, with the episode posting. So if you're not on Instagram or Facebook, is this it?
0: Mm, looks like it, yeah.
1: This this looks like the above ground roads because that's where we I would enter.
0: Okay, then mm, go to the next one.
1: This is the the map I have, which is mm. of the buildings. Okay, go down. I guess these could be you're the sure tunnels they're... in between.
0: um so weird though like in the videos that i'd seen of other people like investigating these tunnels they would have to like drop in through a square in the ground oh that's so weird i saw some people
1: just walk down the stairs
0: really yeah it must have been different tunnels then yeah look at this
1: that's inside the powerhouse
0: i would never even want to go in because what if like I would get lost, like yeah.
1: I wouldn't go in the tunnels. How the
0: fuck do I I'd get be to get Lost, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, oh my gosh, we are going to—is that everything? Uh, did we get any personal submissions from our we did listeners? There's Kathy else at the end.
1: Oh yeah, Kathy had a story. Shout out Kathy, Shout which out. is Angelica's cousin. She sent me a text when she found out we were doing this because she had a little bit of a story for us.
0: Her and I talked about it later and I was like, yeah, I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> um, damn, I can't find it. Hold on. There it is. <clears throat> um, One time when I was little, probably 10 or 11, all my cousins, including Maria and Kika, which is what she calls Angelica, or their family calls Angelica, and their friends headed towards the hospital near the soccer field because we were bored and at the saint anthony festival which how can you be bored at the saint anthony festival anyway it's a festival we
0: probably we're probably poor yeah didn't Just have money did have any money to ride. <laughs> yeah we were probably poor we were poor <laughs> we, were probably we poor. are poor.
1: <laughs> we were doing a game where the person who got closer to the hospital was the bravest we were all in line and took steps forward and i remember looking at a window and seeing it shatter into more pieces, so I turned around to Isn't tell someone. Isn't that crazy?
0: Someone, she saw that. Yeah. What if, like, the ghosties wanted her to see that? Yeah. Because the there's ghosties, no way it would have shattered. The
1: besties, but ghosties.
0: You know her ghosties? Mm-hmm. Oh. I say ghosties sometimes. Oh. Like, like, there's no way that it shattered right in, like, right as right she yeah. was looking at it. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. that's true.
1: The, the odds of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So I turned around to tell someone next to me, and everyone was back at the starting spot. I believe it was Kika who told me I was the one who got the closest when I walked back to the group, but I think it was because I was distracted by the window that I didn't realize everyone got scared when they heard a cracking sound, which I didn't hear and headed back. Mm.
0: Scary. Hell fucking no. I would never get close to those buildings. I'd be so scared every time. Yeah. yeah. And every time we were there... Like someone always wanted to get close to those buildings. Someone yeah. always wanted to see how far they could get like how far they'd get <laughs> <laughs> someone always wanted to see how close they could get. My God.
1: Okay, remember the Texas thing today that I was listening back at the podcast and you said it over over and over again?
0: Yeah, what about it? We were
1: playing two truths and a lie, (laughs) and you messed up one of your lies, and you're like, damn, this was foolproof. We checked it over, 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 and over again.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, what's wrong with me?
1: (laughs) You're like, nope, didn't say that right, gotta say it again. (laughs) Maybe it's an OCD
0: thing. What is?
1: Like, maybe your brain is like, you didn't say it right the first time, so you have to say it again.
0: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: You think that's why?
0: Yeah, like when I'm typing and I mess up a word, like people tell me, "Why don't you just click into where you need to, where, like, correct yeah. it?" I'm like, "No, the whole thing has to go."
1: <laughs> you just backspace and retype. The whole thing, yeah. And whatever
0: I need to get, probably. <sighs> See, Jose said it too. Like, mm. I, I'm sure it annoys the fuck out of him. It annoys me too. We get into arguments sometimes. Oh damn! Yeah, you get kind of bad anyway <laughs> wait didn't on that note
1: um, and if we didn't it through here's the outro <laughs> okay bye besties bye besties we'll see you next time
0: see ya